listening to Learnings with Simone, a podcast featuring soft topics that goes anything under the sun that I want to share with you as I also learn from it. I'm your host, Simone, and today's episode, I want to share with you a little bit something timely for myself. It has been timely for the last, I don't know, two to three years. Not so much today, but it has been going on for quite some time. Stuckness. It's essentially a feeling that life is on hold, that you're not making the progress you'd like to in some part of your life. It can often happen when we're waiting for something in our lives to change, whether we're ready for, um, for, for a partner, but we are struggling to meet that person, or we've hit uh, a rock bottom or a, or a stop in our career and then there was this global pandemic so we waited for the case numbers to finally dropped so we can get back to traveling socializing working and enjoying life so feeling stuck can sometimes make us reluctant to invest energy in our space which results in spaces that are unfinished or undecorated so we hesitate to decorate the rental apartment, thinking we'll wait until we buy a home or we move in with a partner. So I'm guilty with not decorating my apartment. I've been living in Estonia for four and a half years, more or less, and I haven't really done anything with my apartment. I have only the basic necessity that I need to, to go on in my apartment so as i'm reflecting now i I realize and i remember there was this flashback uh, that i suddenly remember so when 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 i was a kid my family used to move a lot like every a year or two we're always moving we're always on the go from one places uh, to another one city to, to another one province to another one town to another we used to do that Ever, ever since when I was a toddler, up until, I don't know, maybe when... I think we stopped moving when I was in high school. And now, my apartment now is like a blank canvas. Like literally, you, you cannot see me in, 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 in my apartment. Of course, there are like small corners that you can find, aha, this is Patricia. But no, um, uh, I haven't really decorating my, my apartment because I feel like my feet is one feet forward and one feet backward. Or one foot forward, one foot backward, sorry. I feel like I'm still gonna go or move somewhere else. And if I'm gonna move somewhere else, why? Do I need to, to decorate or invest in my apartment now? Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a waste or an effort to do so. Uh, I know you, people will say like, you can pack your things and, and move. But for some reason, I'm quite stuck feeling that way. So the problem is, 
living in, in these temporary conditions can serve as a chronic reminder of our stuckness. I never know or like we can never know how long the waiting will last. I, I don't know how long the waiting will last. So I have been waking up in an apartment with the blank walls, always having a dream of having a cozy home apartment. My life at the moment is, at least my apartment at the moment is on hold because I'm one fit forward and one fit backward. So when we commit to our present homes, we also commit to our present lives, right? So we can hold our future hopes more gently knowing that our entire happiness doesn't depend on them. We can trust that joy will come in the future while also creating space for it in the here and now. So as a compromise to myself, I, I, I've been telling myself in the last few months that in my next apartment, in my next home, I will invest more so I can feel more homey. But also, I know that it's not the right answer because why do you wait for your next apartment if you can do it now, right? So also, as a compromise to my compromise, <laughs> uh, I'm telling myself, I've been telling myself, um, I will buy that carpet for my living room or I will buy that curtains for my window. That is still in my to-do list, but yeah. I have those compromise compromises for myself. And also some some places where you can look for stuckness in your home or spaces. These are the spaces that are unfinished or undecorated. It can be also that the paintings or art that's supposed to be hanging against the walls, but you haven't been framed or hung. It also, this can be the things that you have been saving for a future life that you might enjoy right now. For example, fans, fancy dishes, family heirlooms, uh, cozy sofa, um, paintings, curtains, or that carpet that I've been wanting to buy. And also this can be styles or objects that you you, you feel that you've grown. So those are the things that you can look for if you've been feeling stuckness in your home. Another negative feelings that can, I don't know, uh, float around <laughs> in your home, maybe you feel stuck, are the guilt. Guilt. Guilt arises out of the things that we feel we should do but we haven't really done for one reason or another. Guilt can also come from self-betrayal. So when we violate ourselves, when we violate our commitments to ourselves, for example, I invested in the workout gear because I made a resolution to myself to get in shape, to get fit, to get toned, but I have been struggling to keep up with it. I have been struggling to pick up that dumbbell. I have been struggling to use that yoga mats I have been struggling to, to go out and, and do running consistently because it just it just didn't feel like 
quite I don't know uh, I just didn't pick it up so looking at it looking at it every day is a little bit of killing my joy but also they said that you can find other different ways to move around your body uh, or the things that is more enjoyable for you so fortunately for me I have Latin dancing so Latin dancing is I don't think it's just a hobby for me anymore it has become my lifestyle so I don't think I will go a week without dancing I don't think I will go to other places without looking for uh, a place to dance so it has become more of a lifestyle for me so it's it it it's like uh, yeah a, a sort of like an option for me to move my body so whenever whenever I dance I feel alive I feel like I'm living more in the present so whenever I, I feel the music I connect with the partner it's just a bliss so but also <laughs> yeah it doesn't give me an excuse not to use those things that I uh, bought or invested into like the gears the clothes I should still be doing that but yeah I'm I'm feeling guilt over those things because I should be using them. Also, places to look for guilt in your home and finished projects. It can be the, I don't know, art project that you've been wanting to finish or do but you haven't been to. It can be items related to the hobbies or habits you have, haven't made time for. It can also be the things that you bought but never used. It can also be the pile of books that you read that you have lost interest in. It can be the gifts that you feel like you should keep but don't actually like. Super guilty, I'll super guilty of those things too. So another guilt that has been hanging uh, around my home space are the pilot books I have. <laughs> I used to like reading. I still like reading. I still like books. I remember in the early years or like in my 20s, I used to read books every day. Most specifically the nonfiction, the self-help, uh, books and the biographies so now I'm still buying books books that I like books that I would like to, to read but yeah at, at, at some point nowadays I haven't really been able to find a time to sit and spend time with these books I'm still like hoping I will have that time to read them so yeah it, it, it's it's a guilt has been hanging around in my home space another negative feeling that is lurking around your home space is shame shame lurks in the most vulnerable places in our homes 
the places where we hold the tender heart of our identity. So anywhere where our true selves rub up against the judgment of others, be they family or society, can be a place where shame might creep in. For example, the closet, the bathroom, or the kitchen. The places related to the body, they are the most specially prone to being sources, to being the sources of the shame. So they say shame is, is one of the most insidious emotions that hides in our homes because it can often masquerade or, or act as a joy. For example, the tray of skincare products in your bathroom. Are this a joyful form of self-care or an attempt to erase wrinkles that we've been led to believe make us less beautiful or worthy? It can be the diet cookbook on your kitchen counter. Is it a tool for living a healthier life or a tool for trying to fit into a body deemed more socially acceptable? So, the reality is that oftentimes it is both, right? But if our encounters, if your encounters with it constantly make you feel less than, maybe we, we should start asking ourselves if, if it might feel free to get it out of your space in your life. For example, I, I, I love a good rom-com films or a series, a sappy one. <laughs> a drama that will make me ugly cry or a period pieces films in a biography books. but at the moment most of the time I'd rather not binge watch binge watch but I will binge watch a bachata videos that I have seen countless times or listen to same bachata songs all day every day so Clearing out things you're supposed to like can help you ditch the same and create uh, more space or joy. So where to look for shame in your home? It can be that skinny clothes that like the ones you haven't fit into a long time but haven't been able to let go off. Clothes that you don't like but feel you need to wear to look presentable to others. It can be the books, music, or other media they feel you should like but don't actually enjoy. Why do you have it in the first place, right? <laughs> uh, it, it can be the, the, the skincare products or cosmetics you bought to resolve or supposed to do. Or, or, for example, supposed to, to resolve. It can be a dieting or exercise product for. I'm, 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 I'm mumbling. Uh, exercise whatever you now that you don't actually enjoy using. It can be also magnifying mirrors and scales, whatever. So those are just some some corners or spaces that you can find in your home that you can look for shame feeling. I mean, I know this is easier said than done. It's easier said easier said than done for me too. But I think. What is important in here is that we start recognizing these feelings in our homes and accepting that they are there and hoping to 
to once we recognize and accept that we are able to slowly, slowly but surely be able to, what's the better word for it? Not fix, probably resolve, but you get what I mean, right? It's not to fix, but to more of give us an awareness. Probably the, the better word is awareness. To give us awareness that these negative feelings are looking around and contributing to us feeling stuck in some form or another. So, continuing. So, one, another, another negative feeling that is hanging around with us at our home space is overwhelm overwhelming feeling if you look around your home and feel overwhelmed it may be because you have a lot of things in your home that are demanding your attention so we call these things tolerations things you tolerate but sap your energy in the process it can be a broken chair a blown out light bulb a picture that needs to get framed a sweater with a missing button each of this is a reminder of an action you need to take when you have lots of this kind of things your home effectively becomes a giant to-do list so you're living in a giant to-do list that, uh, uh, that that's making it impossible for you to relax I have a lot of this to-do list in my home space that I needed to, to deal with. And, and it's overwhelming feeling. It can also be an overwhelmed feeling at work. So we have those, those lists of to-do things at work and it's paralyzing you to make you procrastinate. What are, the, what are you trying to avoid? So I've learned to ask myself that. So, I have been a big procrastinator and I'm not proud of it. But I've learned to, to, to tag myself not as a lazy person, but I procrastinate. And then I'm asking myself, what are you trying to avoid doing this task? So asking myself more and getting in tune with my emotions and my feelings is helping me deal with overwhelmed feelings. Overwhelm can also come from broken systems. So for example, when, when your pantry is overflowing, your entryway is a mess, or for example, your bookshelves are bursting at the seams. So these are the signs that your organizational systems aren't keeping pace with your life. Like maybe, maybe you're cooking more and need a better way to keep spices accessible. Maybe now, for example, if you have kids, now that your kids are bigger, you need a way to help keep them track of their coats and shoes. So tweaking these systems can help you feel like you have a smooth foundation that can help your daily life flow. So where to look for, for overwhelming feeling in your home? It can be the files that needs to be sorted. It can be broken things, broken stuff at your home it can be the things in need of maintenance for example woods that needs to be oiled batteries that needs to be replaced or um, 
um, looking around at my <laughs> apartment looking for broken things it can be that uh, old table that has been like hanging around it needs to be uh, how to say it? Not uh, not an attach, but disassembled and put into the storage room. So it has been I don't know why I haven't been able to do that. But yeah, so those places where you repeatedly notice a sense of frustrations or friction, organizational systems that aren't working well. And then we have last but not least of the negative feelings that has been like lurking around your space it can be anxiety anything that makes you feel on your guard can aggravate anxiety whether that's having a home that's so formal you feel like you can relax or having a space full of or having a space or having a space full of sharp edge furniture that you're always bumping your your uh, your skin on for example I recently got a table adjustable table okay so going back a little bit um, quite a story so I used to have this this table office table that I've been wanting to disassemble now I put in the storage so why I wanted to oops reminder yeah so I have been wanting to, to get rid of that uh, because I had an issue with my shoulder months back. I mean, I have always been an issue with my shoulder, but it triggered uh, an injury because the setup of that office table is not um, aligned with my um, posture. So I had an adjustable table at the moment and as I am living in a studio apartment, so I have enough space, but all those big spaces are already taken. So I have placed this adjustable table, a wide table, adjacent to a, a window aisle that I have. So, so every day, I mean, in, during winter it's fine because it's always dark, but now spring is coming, summer is coming the it, we always have a brighter uh for example days shine sun sun rays sunshines uh like coming through the window towards me normally against the light is good but it is um too much of a light for me so whenever i i make um i make a video call it's already been giving me anxious feeling <laughs> yeah of course I can put curtains I mean no one's stopping me why 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 it's stopping me to put the curtains so yeah that's why I put it as a to-do list to buy curtains to put on a shade but yeah at the moment at the moment since I haven't yeah haven't bought that that curtains it is giving me anxiety or anxiousness whenever I have video calls because I'm looking like a vampire standing in shade of light. You get you get what I mean, right? So I'm, I'm ready towards the end of my episode. That's why I'm losing my train of thoughts. But yeah, um, 
Where to look for anxiety in your home? These are the things that are uneven or wobbly. Wobbly. These are the awkward things that don't quite fit or feel uncomfortable to use. For example, it can be the chair that's too tall for you. Or for example, for a table, so it keeps bumping into it. These are the things that can like jungle your senses with unpleasant noises or textures. It can also be the sharp edges that you have to be careful around your house. It can be a fragile things that you're always worried about breaking. It can be a formal decor that you worry about messing up. For example, sofa that you don't let anyone drink red wine near. Stuff like that. So again, I'm sharing these things not because I'm the expert. No, definitely not. Um, I'm still learning and I'm still reflecting and I'm still trying to find my way <laughs> to clear these things uh, out, like clear these negative feelings out of my own home. So I hope, I, yeah, I hope it has been informative it has been a little bit entertaining entertaining uh, it has been oh my god i think this is the longest episode that i have um yeah uh entertaining to to hear me mumbling mumble lose i keep losing train of thoughts i keep losing my words every now and then but yeah um there you have it Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Learnings with Simone. Talk to you in the next episode.